Hi guys, welcome to Mpumi Over Coffee, another episode and you know as usual, some more information to learn from another individual that I've come to meet and come to learn about and admire. Um, today we have Dutu Fox, as she likes to be known, Dutu Zilendwandwe, and she runs a business called AQD uh, Projects. Yes. Um, Dudu, please welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Give us a brief intro of who Dudu is and yeah, let's take it from there. Well, um, that's a very bit broad to start with, uh, but I'm just going to be very narrowed uh, because this is a coffee conversation in respect to IQD and how Dudu came about within IQD. So IQD is literally my baby. Um, IQD, I birthed it. Um, Nurtured it, <laughs> groomed it, <laughs> and still growing it, you know. And um, Dudu is a professional town planner. Um, Dudu is a businesswoman, entrepreneur, that's uh, the right word. Um, um, I'm in a built environment space. Uh, we're in construction predominantly. Uh, we're in renewable uh, energy, solar panels, uh, to be specific, and we're in real estate. So my first passion basically was in real estate, and that's how I literally got into the environment. Yeah. Um, not that it was by default. Um, I am a um, town planner by profession. Yeah, you know so what I'm it saying? Makes sense, yeah? Yes, but it's one of those things that I decided to take on as a core business uh, um, interest and uh, in growing into it and learning post schooling and, and literally and diving in. With God bless my own. You've you know? gone through school. I've seen I've, you've gone through school. I was checking out your profile. I'm like, yeah. yeah, no, I need to go either go back to school or hang around, you know, you more so that I could learn from. Yeah. I mean, your journey, uh, education wise, look, we're gonna start with that first. I mean, yeah. I'm seeing you doing international de- uh, education with like the New York, I think it was what, the New yeah. York University or something. Um, MBA, your path to MBA, how's that going? All those things. <laughs> Um, I did my undergraduate in built environment, uh, town and regional planning at Red's University. Did my postgrad there as well in honors. And then I started practicing. Uh, and it was in between that space where, and then I started realizing my passion, what I wanted to do. Yeah. And literally, I think seven years into the profession, practicing. Uh, as a consultant, uh, I've never really worked for government, government. Oh literally, yeah. I've never. And I think that's one of the blessings of, of it yes. all, you know, because... The professionalism it keeps, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's, it's very strange how things just turn out because the narration that has been given when you come from school is that you're going to go to government and municipality, and we all aspire to that, you know. And But you come to a place like South Africa when you get to see that some spaces are literally saturated, you know, uh, especially our uh, also, space, yeah, you know, because government exactly, yeah. you know, and uh, even the growth pace there, you know. So by default, you tend to uh, go to private sector, and this is where they literally push you. And I've always said that I'm very, very grateful for the people that have literally put me into the ocean Spaces, and yeah. they Let say learn to swim, bro, see yeah. through, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm really, really grateful because that pushed me at a very young age. It, it made me to literally explore things yeah. uh, and to look at things differently and learn as much as possible yeah, that yeah. is needed uh, because at the end of the day, you're reporting to someone who needed results and your salary is dependent on that, that yeah. you know what I'm saying? And the turnarounds, and like government turnarounds is usually like what, a whole year. Uh, yeah, private as soon as you you can like a week or you, two. You I think I think the, the the blessing that comes with the private sector practice is um, when my boss my last boss uh, when I left he said to do the difference between a project manager between a private sector and a government is that government you're given a budget you just you had been taught how to spend it, money. go blow it, yeah. you know. In yeah. private sector, <laughs> you need to find that money <laughs> to actually it. make things happen, you so know. And that's a proper lesson to take from yes, one sector to, to another, another yeah. you know. And I think that's where your entrepreneurial skills literally developing. start developing, yeah. you know, by default, because yeah. then you are in a space where 
you need to deliver yeah. to a boss and yeah. you have minimal budget and you have to go find means and resources to, to make things happen, like, yeah. you know, and you start networking, you start uh, exploring other avenues and you start merging things. You, yeah. you become Learn very innovative. That's where, my that's where my to. word came <laughs> from, you know, like the innovator because yeah. you literally given minimal resources and to you need make to things make things work and not yeah. just make things work, make things that will have a lasting impact, impact yeah. you know, and for me, it has been a very um, challenging yet rewarding road for me oh because yeah, like, yeah. it's it's something that has built character and nice. I've learned a lot, From you know. That. Yeah, and with an MBA thing, it's 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 more of I think we live in a societal uh, space where we've been told education has to match up with the the what you've got, you understand? And I think the pressure sometimes just get into you and. In, in reality, I would say I would never exchange the experience I've got, got. Oh, yeah. versus the, the theoretical part of it. Do you get what but I'm saying? Sometimes it balances. Uh, sometimes yeah. a guy like me, uh, my education levels are shocking. Uh, whatever I've learned, I've self-taught in almost any exactly. aspect, any aspect exactly. of things. Um, I was telling somebody that with the experience that I've gained, I have an MBA. Exactly, <laughs> in, it's true. In business, and it's people true. don't even like. You know, I can't put it on the wall. The only thing that you could see from the wall is I have a space that shows that okay, this guy has you know uh, has learned the scars and yeah. everything like that. You know, so now my, I, I wanted to take it back a bit. Your journey when you went to private instead of government, yeah. do you think your you would be here if you had done the other way? If 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 you had gone to government, so. I don't think so. Instead of private, yeah. As I said, that I think. Um, I owe it to my last boss, you know, for literally, he was that guy. He, he was a businessman, very much established. And he literally told me that I'm going to throw you into the to ocean, ocean yeah. and you need to swim, yeah. you know. And I did swim, you know. And it was through that experience that I literally got to navigate it. things. I and more it. than anything, he was more of a mentor kind of a thing, you know. Um, I think he, he had that little special thing about me to say do, do you need still to need sure. to yeah. you know i need to be very hard on you because i think he saw potential to say you are still going to do bigger things I think that, that's another thing that we're missing out mainly with space in spaces that we we get into businesses stuff like the mentor part yeah uh, somebody to guide you early in your journey so that you don't make too much mistakes or yeah if, if, even if you make the mistakes you know how to come back from and 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 and, and succeed from I think early, um, I started my first business when I was 19. Wow. That's 22 years ago. I, I'm not kidding. Yeah. 22 years ago, I started my first business. And I had it all figured out in a way. Mm. But the only thing I didn't have was somebody to just hold my hand and say, no, dude, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. I don't know if I was going to be able to listen, though. That's another thing that I, I always think about to say, had I had a mentor then, <laughs> mm. would I have had, you know, uh, 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 like the ambitions of, of, of like the ambitions that I had would I have been have time to listen to somebody giving me advice about something because I told myself mm. um, everybody that I've spoken to who had a mentor mm. had a bit of a direction uh, earlier yeah their failings as much as we all go through a, a bit of failing or a lot of failing on our cases some of us uh, they are more cushioned because there's somebody to go back to and have a chat and say I think I'm I'm Lana uh, and you know how do I go back and then you yeah. know it's easier. Tinabanya we go through the edge, <laughs> okay, and boom, pants. And then you get there like, okay, that's painful. Mm -hmm. Let me not do that again. But you you feel it in a sense because there's nobody else to tell you. So the mentoring part that is where I think something that even this podcast about some general mentoring to tell somebody of our journeys yeah. by letting them know that this some decisions. Uh, the easy ones, like government, the way we're corner, it's going to be easy sitting there pushing paper. Or private, where somebody's going to push you hard, mm. make you hate the work, mm. but to get you to be ready for yeah. uh, the future pambi. I think the mentorship thing is it's quite a personal thing, you know, because um, we come from a background where entrepreneurship was literally none, zero. Yeah. And we yeah. literally come from uh, parents who come from a generation of service, you know, where the best thing you could possibly have done is yeah. 
do the government yeah, part, yeah. you know. Uh, so you get to a space where you have to navigate yourself and you have to learn things that you didn't know that you could do yourself, you know. And um, people misunderstand you. People don't get what you're oh trying yeah. to do because it's not an easy one. Easy. It's, it easy. Is. it's not yeah. easy and people don't get lucky. Um, so for me, it's been an issue of where I would identify someone who's literally who literally shares my values. And f- for me, it's, it's never an issue of talkers. You know, there's so many people are talking <laughs> out there. You see, they they're very good. You know, <laughs> they they talking and like they're, they're talking about yeah, things like yeah. you know. But, but the action, exi- no, no. what what is they? Yeah. You know, what's tangible on the ground that uh, matches this talk? You know, yeah. and for me, it's about I want to see someone. I want to be next to someone who has done it. And they've shown and results, and they're still doing yeah, it. You're yeah. gonna say, and that for me is a very valuable teacher. Um, I'm a very African grammar person, and I believe in Intela Dala. You know, the elders know it better. You're gonna say. So if I see an elder who then replicates the kind of values that I but like, you yeah. know, I want to get closer like to that, that person. Yeah. You understand and understand what is it Learn that I've done yeah. right. But how's that been? Like, like, do you? Um, how? Like, I, I can imagine out of ten people that you've probably approached, I, I hope it's not ten. But mm. yeah, how is some of the people's response? Maybe that, 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 that's the thing. We we we're scared of people's reaction to certain things. Baba Gunjani, I love your work. I want you to <laughs> to guide me. And then Uba Bena is thinking to himself like, Ah, young one. I think it, it just it's just the courage and the boldness that you boldness. have to help yourself. You know, you know what and you being want. Firm is what, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what you want and being firm in what you want and literally making deliberate decisions, decisions and yeah. actions to say, I'm gonna get to this That's point. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. No one wakes up and they get someone who says, Ah, did you the special girl I wanna mentor her? Yeah. You're gonna say, We go and hunt for you mentors. Get the mentor. say, Number yeah. one you are in a position of literally asking out their time. You understand? So and they got to make it available exactly. for you. They're going to have to make it available So how for much you. compelling they, is you your know, request? This yeah. is your responsibility. Yeah. And this is a, th- uh, a very important uh, issue, which I think people are misaligning when it comes to mentorship. They think someone is going to Who's be their them? mom. is going to be yeah. like, ah, <laughs> that's surreal. <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> that's, you, know no. you get what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's part of the journey itself in terms of development in developing yourself Self and the business that yeah. you are actually embarking on to say you want to get as much information and knowledge to people who are actually doing it to say what are you doing right and then you mold those and you align it to your values and yeah. then start executing yeah. yeah no, no I'm, I'm 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 loving that because um uh it's it's the approach, like I've had guys who say, like I've got five mentors, and it is so nice. Mm. I, I, I want to have one. Mm. This one has five, and I'm thinking to myself, like with five mentors, how do we, um, um, how do I even get one just to help me navigate certain, you know, spaces? My biggest thing is to have a chat with um, individuals in the industry. It doesn't matter mm. what industry you're in, as long as, as long as you're in there, yeah, mm. but like entrepreneurship, to find out how are you doing this, how do you do that, mm. you know. Uh, what did you do when this happened? And for me, that is where I feel like my general mentoring happens. And then I also get asked a lot of questions. I opened up my platform on Facebook the other day to say, look, just ask me whatever you need to ask me. I'll, I'll, I'll honestly, my DMs, yeah. my, my, luckily my DMs are not about, hoodie, you know, can I, no, yeah. my DMs are about, dude, I want to open, I want to start. And then I always try to help as much mm. as with information, mm. what to avoid. So I, I feel like, I'm taking what I didn't have and trying to yes. implement. Yeah. But Namija, one day, if anybody wants to uh, mentor, uh, to get a mentor as a mentor-mentee relationship, yeah. I'm cool. But I also would like to put it out there. If anybody wants to mentor, again, some guy who likes coffee and likes making money, mm. <laughs> Namija, I'd like to put it out to say, I'm a mentor and just ask one mentor to say, Mpumi also needs a mentor no. on the side lab. Now, another thing uh, I, I just wanted to uh, touch on is on your journey. Um, I mean, you've been in business now, I think it's what, four? As, um, as IQD? From 2014, um, IQD Six was years. registered yeah. and two years into it, 
uh, <laughs> entrepreneurship happened, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we literally got bankrupt and yeah. all that. We had to start again 2016 now, coming back with the um, rebranding, yeah. um, realigning a better plan. A pl- a better plan. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you have to go through that process. Yeah. You have to learn through And we tell doing, people every you know? time, you know, we tell people every time to say yeah. uh, the journey is so rough. Um, <laughs> Sorry, the journey is so rough that uh, we 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 lose so much of ourselves trying to be these um, uh, superhumans of entrepreneurship, creating jobs and everything like that. Mm. That a situation like going bankrupt, I think I I've gone down. I call it under. So I got I dipped. Yeah, I think I dipped uh, in the twenty years like three times. Every time when I'm supposed to hit the pinnacle. Boom! Something happens, mm. and then I have to start again and stuff like that. And I have gotten so used to not stressing about failure and taking it in, and just looking at it as you know what. At least now we know what not to to do. do. So previous discussions was understanding that process. Yeah. When do you go and say you know what? We're gonna close, uh, no matter what. Mm. We have to close and rebrand and refocus. Mm. And within that, how did we deal with that? I was telling somebody, e- credit score, you know, credit score is non-existent. I don't even, I was checking credit score, what, one of these credit uh, apps mm. the other day, credit score, I was so happy there's a number. I, th- <laughs> I thought it would be like a zero. <laughs> I was okay. happy there's a number, and my friend was like, no, you're not too bad, you just need to uh, pay uh, this and that, and then you'll get your credit score, you know, to the level that is good. And I'm thinking, as an entrepreneur, that is like something that we never, mm. never get to nourish. I mean, going bankrupt for us is like, so it happened, you know? Yes. You know, Getting I think this it. is another thing that it does. It, it, it's character building, you know what I'm saying? And uh, especially when you've gone through it, yeah. it, it's no longer something that is wow, scaring you know, and yeah. scaring you and what so forth. But it's, a pr- it's an opportunity for you to now yeah. rethink, to innovate, to come back better, to how say, this is it? how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And this is why, for me, entrepreneurship is very, very important because then we'll, ha- we'll, we'll get to a point where we move from uh, the dependency of government having to create jobs, jobs you know, because us. that's what the problem is. Yeah. And I think there is such um, a huge gap in understanding the, ma- the circulation of money that we could generate, literally, uh, just Amongst being yeah. small businesses you know and i've always had this uh, um, narrative to say probably we should move away from using the word business because it scares people let's call it stock fail because Stockfield is already existing. You get what I'm saying? And what Stockfield literally is doing is the circulation of money and amongst, and the, amongst the community. And it's it's thriving. It's leaving. It's and this is the very same concept that we apply in business to say you cannot be the only coffee shop that is here. Let's open another uh, somewhere. Uh, somewhere. You get what I'm but saying? But, but the, the concept is as much as it's, it's clear in our minds, I find that people in Stockfields or people that are doing they are not keen on developing something else. Um, I saw a nice stock fall, two stocks falls in the past two days, funny enough. Uh, one by Nicolette. Um, they raised a million from 50 rands. I don't know how many people that is. Hmm. 50 rands they were saving, they raised a million. And then I think the, the hookup dinner guys, uh, yes. they did yes. something, they are buying a brand, they, they bought a Jimmy's and stuff like that. Yep. Now, how do, like, basically, the ocean account, how do we now let everybody be comfortable? Because there's so much trust issues with Stockfields, uh, especially amongst uh, black people, because, you know, December, there's only somebody who steals everybody's money and disappears. Now, <laughs> if we look at the culture and the management of Stockfields, how did our parents get it right? There was a structure in there. There is a treasury. There's treasury. There's people who are doing bookkeepings. This is basically the same thing that is needed in a business. It's just that we scare people off with this big narrative and they're just thinking, oh my word, I I don't see myself running a business. When people are actually already in the motion, they're in an ecosystem of doing this thing, you know? And this is the re-education that probably needs to happen happen. to say it's not this... It's a hollow uh, relearning. It's not rocket science, 
you know, this is a daily thing that we're living. You know that you, you need to go and buy fat cake next door. You know what I'm saying? The, the economy is moving. Money, yeah. It's just that we have to reestablish that education. Do you think we should make um, a concerted efforts, uh, maybe shows, maybe like, uh, do, do you think there's a, because I, I always feel like there's a gap in the market with regards to that education that we're talking about, talking about business, talking about money. You, you, you know, as black, as, as, as black people, we, we hardly have money discussions. We don't talk about money. I mean, we used to call it a parcel, too, you know. Mm. We need to find ways to say, how do we engage fully in money matters so that people understand the powers? Because I was telling somebody, the powers of Stockfields, the powers of taxi associations. Like, you know, the like structures are already existing. I think we need to start being very blunt and we need to be start talking money boldly. Ma, yeah. Let's call it billion a billion. Can you not be Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I think this is another thing that probably might cup the issue of corruption because people start seeing numbers on papers and they, they go, wow, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But if you start talking about them to say, this is a construction project that is worth two billion. And you can take part, you, like you, you, know, you, you can be part of it. Be, the thing is, it's so bizarre and black communities such that they think, oh my word, it's too much money. It's too much money. Yeah. But if we keep talking about it, we normalize it. Becomes it a becomes a narrative. It becomes a language. We have been and thriving in poverty so much that People scared. start talking numbers. You're like, <laughs> what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One of my favorite and jokes is, is is million. I always say, I call it a million. If somebody comes in, they come buy a coffee just to break the ice. I mm. usually say, oh, that would be a million. And usually, you know, somebody's eyes pop up like, what? You know? And then I, a friend, I'll be like, yo, how, how, how are you doing? He's like, all right, mm. can you give me a million? Mm. You know, just to break that ice so that we, uh, people understand that it's not an impossible I still think people no, think you it's know the issue of number, money man. is very, very important, and mm. we really need to break the stereotype around it. Money. And this is the thing that people don't understand. This is what I'm saying. We need to start talking about money, money mm. so fiercely that it's in people's ears and eyes. Understand? Because yeah. even that can literally drive a new narrative of what people think can business achieve. is and jobs is. You understand? Mm. Because people would rather go find a job that's going to pay them three thousand monthly. Than, than operate a business that's going to give them 16,000. Oh, 3,000 a day. You, you know, there's a lady at, um, at Barra, uh, yeah. Taxi Rank. She sells uh, Xeni, she comes in and does Amakwenya. Yeah. And then later she does a plate and stuff like that. Yeah. She, I was shocked. She, she, so I used, I used to rent this away too. So there's a nice big yard. Yeah. The house was massive, was beautiful. So we had the rooms. Mm. I'm an entrepreneur on the other street. I'm paying 3,000 rent. Nice, beautiful place with a shower and everything like that. I was happy. Then I met the lady who stays in the house. You know, weekends, she's all to do. And she, one yeah. day we have a chat. It's like, what do you do? I'm like, I've got a business on Villarazi Street. She was so happy. She's like, oh, that is nice. Good. And he said, oh, and I mean, you know, I'm, I sell food. And I said, where do you sell food? He's like, Epara, you know. And then I was, I was intrigued because now I'm, rem I'm, I'm, I'm recalling it. This woman stays in this house. Yes. <laughs> this you house see, is massive. This is this hey. generation that we have to say we Not think that hey. someone who literally earns 16000 a month is so wild because uh. they're sitting there next to a computer That's and they they just in a comfort zone space, yeah. you know, whereas there are people who are, are making, literally yeah. making three times that, but they're overlooked because, because of this of narration. We must literally get to a point that we start ridiculing these offices. <laughs> office job. <laughs> this office job too much. Too. It's, it's still our customers. We still need them for some of the businesses. No, but honestly... <laughs> No, we, we need to start making them... They're telling them what I'm born. We're not, not that... Hey. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> because at the end of the day, it's about numbers. It's about numbers, And this yeah. is the truth about it. Yeah. No, that, that lady shocked me. She has a double story. She's killing it in She's got a double story as Lalini. She's living in a house that was more expensive than mine. And she says, no, um, her kids were going to private school. Yeah. And she's like, no, I sell Ipapa at the rank. I've been doing it for the past... Uh, 10 or 12 years I've built a house I've get to, I've, I've got my kids Taking to schools school. you, you and know? like life is so easy next yep. year the last one is finishing she's going to varsity I've got money for it I'm going back home to go and relax yeah she's Mom's done so, no she's done she started she's done we seem to think as you say the office job is the only thing that makes us 
without realizing what you know uh, the office job is probably the least of what we should be looking for yeah creating opportunities yeah that is what we should be going for and stuff like that so back to uh, our interesting topics with regards to money and education if we take money to school as part of a course to, to teach the kids how to engage with money maybe from school level saving how to create money because i think the, the, the one thing that we're always missing is the part of creating money mm. um opportunities that we can create school, i mean i used to sell i don't know why but i used to sell sweets i upgraded when i go to college i used to sell cigarettes yeah and some other stuff uh, that people shouldn't know about but for me i knew that my mom's pocket money that she gives me on monday mm. by friday i could triple it or i could just have it five times more because I used to take it and buy cigarettes. I'll buy, I think a cartoon was cheaper than, I think a cartoon was like 100 rands. Mm. But I would sell a cigarette at 50 cents. I was cheaper than the tax shop. <laughs> and by Friday, I think we had like a thousand rands or something like that almost every time. Yep. That lesson was more of how to create money. It's because, uh, I'm thinking it's because my exposure to going into um, like uh, multiracial schools, that got me that. Is it something that we can bring to our schools and say, kids, start learning on how to make money, have ideas? I'm going to go back to the narrative that I'm not trying to promote um, in terms of how money is uh, attached to a curriculum when it literally is an everyday, everyday thing. thing. You get what I'm saying? But it's and not taught at home. That's the, th- the fact that you were not taught, but you understood from societal movement that for things to happen, you need, you need money. Yeah. There was your own observation at uh, that age. Yeah. You didn't need school to teach you that. I just understood, yeah. You get what I'm saying? You just saw that this thing has to happen this way, and then you came up with a plan. You know what I'm For me, I'm coming back to the very same positioning to say, we in a society that still pre amps you to say go get the education, education but there's some things the that you are literally by default schooled into just by living within that mm. particular right. space and this are things that we need to start talking about hence i'm saying that we need to normalize um speaking about big numbers big numbers you know what i'm saying and we need to normalize can achieve lots exactly yes. you know and those experiences that you're talking about that at that age you were able now to start realizing how to source money, money yeah. that's another concept uh, school is literally going to be an addition to probably to what you thing. already know and what you've already experienced if i'm not saying people should not go to school but i'm just saying that from my personal experience, it would be secondary because then I it need to end. have mm. a mentor whom I've seen doing, then I would ask them then. You know, say, I'm learning from the doers more than theoretical yeah, people. people. Hey. Yeah. And, and uh, there's a lot of those around people that um, would rather... I remember there was that discussion with who's this, um, Skinny Spoo. Remember on TV, some guy said, let me give you advice. And he was like, ah. I don't want advice. I want five million. You, you get what I'm saying? Under, he understood. He understood. To say, like, yeah, this is advice. my challenge. <laughs> to say that we have people with very big titles yes. and they're sitting there giving out <laughs> lectures about what a business should be and they're running zero of it. I know. You get what I'm saying? That for me is That's a bit of a space. contradictory space, number one, to yeah. say how then do you make such bold statements means, without yeah. you having to back it up. And, and you're telling me, and you, you're quoting yeah. me about things that of, of what others are doing, <laughs> and you still cannot subject you to say, to do how do you yourself. know it's true? You get yeah. what I'm saying? So uh, for me, it's more about the practicality. It's yeah. really, really about the practicality. It's really about uh, results-driven. Yeah. And um, I admire people who have fallen, who have stories to tell, then someone's going to quote me a very good uh, quote that... From the book. Yeah, from the book and that Steve Jobs was innovative. And, and I'm like, yay, <laughs> Steve Jobs was innovative. So what? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the same thing that Dylan said the other day. He, he, he actually said uh, 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 on one of the episodes, Dylan was like, uh, you are likely to get funded if you've tried something. If yeah. you've ever started something, you're likely to get money from somebody because they understand that you've gone through the journey. Yes. You understand it. That's why I, now it makes sense when you go into um, entrepreneurship and you've got a business plan. I always tell people, 
Mm. Uh, everybody has a business plan and it is so nice. It says things. Mm. And you come to me and say, oh, boy, I've got a business plan or help me with a business plan. I, I, I say, tear it apart. And exactly. start because <laughs> no, no, you're gonna build your that. business. Not you're only that, you get. I mean, we are at a point now. Things are fast paced. You get what I'm saying. You have literally two minutes to talk with an investor. Somebody, yes. We do elevator Explain. pitches now. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. These things of business plans, plans. Are, are all things, and we are no longer. But in that things space. that were making us, uh, what to call it? They, they were trying to keep us out because I remember Cedar uh, mm. when it started. Our mama Lavana, like the ladies that were at the forefront, mm. the reception and stuff like that, they will never let you pass if you don't have a business plan. And you ask them, like, but I just need the information inside so that I know what am I supposed to put. Yeah. And then they give you a template yeah. that somebody did somewhere else. Maybe it worked, maybe it didn't work. Yeah. Maybe there was a professor who figured out how to collect information from people. Yeah. But I me, mean, I was like, I think I learned at the later stage that business plans are what you get after two years of business. After two years of business, you are building your business plan. Mm. Are you going to somebody with your financials to say, in the past two years, this business made this much. Yeah. I learned this much. This is my marketing that I've gotten from it. That is when you can have a business plan. Not from the word go to say, I am going to sell 10 eggs. But you wait, the chicken, you know, you know, do you know how many eggs a chicken lays? Mm. Do you know any, you know? Mm. Now, if you, if, if you spend a year... Learning how the chicken works, uh, but again, the chicken lays eggs, and then you can say safely to say, you know, it can give me ten eggs. This is another misconception that we really do have, and um, this is why we really have to push entrepreneurship in people's faces, and we really need to show it by doing it. By doing to say we are yeah. producing results. This is what's happening. You don't have to have a certain specific degree. Not I'm th- yeah. that I'm discouraging people to do degrees. But I'm just saying that practicality but is more uh, relevant than having... Well, what's the point of having all those good big papers and you have nothing to produce for those? But we need those. I suppose there's a level where we need them. I don't know where, but there's somewhere where we need them within the ecosystem. Um, the theorists. But who's going to pay them? That's my biggest worry, um, I, I always say. Uh, the education part, I suppose I, I was saying you get an MBA student to come run my business. I don't even have a degree. Like, not proud, but I don't have a degree. Um, my, my, uh, my journey from an early age got distracted by some guy uh, in high school. Who, who I need to interrupt to write them. So what you're basically saying is that you are literally bringing in someone who has studied managed management, management yeah. and you just giving them a platform to put the theoretical work into, into action action yeah. not that you do not know how to manage no, no, I, I i i have made it i suppose you get what i'm saying yeah, no, I get you. Th- what i'm trying to bring out here is the very same point that i'm emphasizing that you have figured it out before the he's coming to put in he's going in to put in what i have exactly <laughs> they are bringing in value I do not dispute that, but I'm just saying that they are not bringing the MBA. They are bringing in a management knowledge-based system, system that, they can, that yeah. they're going to bring into your company to add value. And you know some of them, they probably get shocked when they, f- they get to a place. There are systems in place that we, as everyday doers, uh, yeah. like by being in, in that particular space, you learn that, okay, fine, this is how this business works. This is how I'm going to grow it. Mm. This is... I think the level of skills that we acquire by doing things every day, when we end, I, I tell people that I've got an MBA, still at level one, where mm. I taught myself everything because of I was feeling the brand. I was losing money, learn how to get it back, mm. how to improve this, how to not you know, repeat the same mistake you know, over a period of time. No education, I think, uh, sitting behind a class or in a, behind a desk will give me that. Mm. But getting somebody with that MBA to help you set up the processes maybe or set up something when the business has grown. Yeah. Let's say that we got like 100 stores. Now you want to understand the metrics of how its growth is supposed to be, how, True. you know, whatever that is. Then you get somebody to put it all together. True. We're not knocking education, anybody. We shouldn't uh, be seeming like we are in that uh, uh, education knocking system or, whatever, you know, whatever it is. We are just saying sometimes that's not what you need. Our focus is always on the wrong stuff. 
our focus is on us. Let me go to school before I can start a business. So we are saying start a business and decide Remember if you that need to go to school. narrative was really surely informed by uh, the background that we come from. You get what I'm saying? We come from parents who are of literally service. Mm. So it was mandatory that you have to, to be trained for a specific a skill, skill. Exactly. And this is the transition has now moved beyond that. Uh, where now people are out there doing things for themselves okay. and they're doing them outside of the norms. Boxes. That's why it normally looks at someone as, what are you doing? The people still don't try and understand exactly that because there's been a transition of the very same now, yeah, yeah. narrative to say, get a job, get this. study, blah, yeah, blah, Because blah. Th- these youngsters, I mean, there's a 16-year-old who's earning more money than most of us through social media and helping others and so, so Instagram is paying them for their posts. Exactly. And which you is see like now what I'm loving about yeah. technology is that it's literally getting rid of myths. Yeah. You know, there are people who are literally making money from literally doing nothing. Nothing. They just post. Yeah, they just they post. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing nothing. I'd You're going to say. I'd, I'd and there <laughs> you are busy cracking your yeah. head up about theories and someone is just on making Instagram mine. <laughs> making mine making mine and they're making good money and they're making good money somebody makes like of business 18, is changing itself that's, that's the thing you get what I'm saying so even the school pacing has to come to that narrative and we have people like Elon Musk who come on social media and say I am hiring it doesn't matter if you have a degree, degree or, or not, not yeah. uh, if you have a high school paper it's fine yeah come on side. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It For me, these are the realities that are happening yeah. and the transformations that we, need to be that we need to be realistic about to say, indeed, times have changed. But and we have so the messaging has to be set out there. It, it's we out do there. do not need it's uh, out to there. follow norms that not necessarily they have are not create your own. And exactly. Create your own, yeah. Exactly. And I think that has been the story of most entrepreneurs because we had to step out of the of norm. The norm yeah. We had to do something that was not done before. We had to do... It. Some people were pushed by circumstances. Circumstances, yeah. You know, some just... Passion. With just passion, yeah. you know. But we are still uh, in a stage where people are still shameful of talking about billions. Mm, Let's yeah. talk billions, guys. Talk the mind. Let's talk mind. You must mind. Let's not <laughs> shy away and say it's for certain people. Let's talk money. So then you realize that 16,000 uh, salary is not that wow, wow yeah. as you think it is. Yeah. You're going to say there's someone there's something more there. doing something far less than your sweat but and they're making, they're making it yeah i remember what, what, what was this? There, there was a comedy uh, session i was watching uh chris chris rock chris rock says uh we as black people don't understand wealth and wealth uh, creation and stuff like that mm. and he said uh Shaq, Sha- Sha- shaquille o'neal mm. um at that time shaquille o'neal i think was earning uh, about 200 million uh, for playing basketball uh, in the five years uh coming which is what like you know phenomenal. That's like mm. forty million a year, mm. and he says Shaq is rich, you know, and then he says the person paying Shaq is. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk about that guy? Because yeah. there's somebody who's like who's yeah. paying somebody two hundred million to say, man, you're amazing. Here's two hundred million. Go play basketball. You know. You know? Mm. But then now we all aspire to be Shaq. Why don't but you aspire to be the guy who who's is paying? paying? Yeah, yeah. I think that, that those yeah. are the kind of narrative that we need to yeah. change and say. Like Mutsuba, we know Mutsuba has created millionaires. Yeah. Uh, we need to find guys like him uh, uh, appealing to be. Mm. Not to be the guy who gets paid by Mutsuba, maybe. Mm. Maybe we should now start looking at how do we create more Mutsubas? How do we create more Elon Musks? How do we create more Genie Buzz? Genie Buzz uh, runs the Lakers. Genie Buzz just paid uh, Anthony Davids $3 billion mm. for five years to pay basketball. I think we all Imagine understand that. the power of media you know media creates certain narratives and people buy into that space you know and if we take back our media to ourselves then we have the Sell opportunity to say our stories you know what I'm um we literally in that phase where um, media would promote a certain narrative and people buy that Word, certain yeah. narrative you know what I'm saying? um 
that we're people don't. Ourselves. Exactly. We need to ourselves exactly. That. And we literally cannot control what people watch or do not Consume. watch. However, we can filtrate the space with a different narrative. And I think this has always been me always trying to innovate everything. Sending the message. Yeah, because I always check in your posts. You can see that the, like the, the lessons that you're providing there is like, don't do trading. Find out about this. This is how much you're making money without without sounding like, guys. I've got I've, I've got the what you call it the blueprint of making money. But mm. you're showing that guys there is other opportunities there's that's other available ways. There's where other you can be ways. making money from. Exactly, yeah. and yeah. that's precisely coming from my sector as well. To say as much as I'm a professional town planner slash doing business within the built environment yeah. space, there's other things that are so out there that's still linked to exactly what people are trying to do because we're literally sitting at a certain percentage of unemployed graduate yes, just yeah. within my sector. I don't yes, want to yeah. talk about other, other sectors, sectors. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And this is a sector that is said it's going it's a job creation space, construction, blah blah blah. blah infrastructure blah, blah. development infrastructure. every time. Yeah, you every year there's infrastructure. We we just hearing big I've never seen any infrastructure say. development in the past 10 years, but it has been every year in the budget, yeah. they mention infrastructure development. Exactly. And those are some of the things that get people demoralized mm. and because there's a certain narrative that if you are within the space, then you have to do, do this. You get what I'm no. saying? Uh, I'm more very explosive with other things to say, hey, do this, this, look at yeah. that, look at that. Blah, sell blah, this blah. if you have sell to, sell your skills. You sell get your what time. I'm saying, yeah. sell your skills, sell your time, do this. Uh, there's other entrepreneurial opportunities, do Out not there. be bogged down. But as I said, media is a very powerful narrative. It will always paint a certain picture, but we just have to put in our stories oh, there to say, there is someone doing it, you can also do it. I think we need to celebrate more people that have have done yep. uh, great things, exposed to different careers. Yep. I mean, okay, so already the challenge is out for us, then we we need to go find those interesting jobs. And I need to get a digital, somebody in the digital space, because I find it fascinating that we didn't you know have that I job in the past you know five what, years. You know what I normally write on my walls, right? Yeah. When I write it, I get an idea. I'm sorry, like, I'm Putting still coming idea. to do this in 2022. <laughs> this is precisely some of those things. People could say, be looking at and see if they can explore. You could be looking at yeah. exploring cities in the digital space. Mm. You know, say, getting, getting connected getting and stuff. Exactly. Because I, I can like literally create a business from, from that. that. Yeah, because yeah. the funny thing, like, some of the guys that I know right now who are making serious money from the digital space. I mean, yeah. um, a, it wasn't available as a career five years ago. Five years ago, nobody could claim that I'm a digital expert <laughs> in, in in posting in social media. Yeah. Now I see posts every other day. Somebody's looking for a digital manager, two to three years uh, experience to come run say like a big corporation mm. social media to come run and then i'm thinking to myself like we didn't have this a few years ago now yeah. somebody's making maybe like two to three million a year managing that from a laptop in a coffee shop they don't even need to get into an office in a coffee shop they get the pictures from the graphic designers photography photography has improved and you want that person to go get a business administration and get a, 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 a business <laughs> <laughs> and a business plan for that. They are that way far about <laughs> administering things digitally. So we are actually slowing ourselves down <laughs> by having you all are. those things. Uh, you are. Requesting somebody to have a BA in, you know, or having them uh, uh, some form of degree into mm. any business field that they can just go into with just teaching themselves. I mean, YouTube is becoming a better um, university than most universities because of the practicality that it's in there. Guys are learning skills Formations quicker. are they? It's quicker. Exactly. It doesn't take long and people are upskilling themselves. Yesterday I was checking out how to, so I'm getting into furniture development. Sorry, that's mm. something on the side. I was on YouTube yesterday and I have learned so much that I'm going to be developing it yeah. soon. Very soon I'll be, hopefully next year, I've got a, a deco lady. Mm. All I did was spend about six hours in the past three days on YouTube, exploring, exploring possibilities, mm. looking for suppliers because the people there they tell you everything that is needed, yeah. And the stuff that comes out from what they've done, you look and you like, ah, exactly. I didn't even need to go to any university now, I know exactly what to yeah. you know. So, those are the things that we need to start reshifting to say, guys, YouTube, I think, internet access to internet will probably be very key to getting some of these things done. 
if we look at statistics, if we look at sub-Saharan uh, statistics in terms of internet accessibility, mm. people do have internet access, even to people who are in the rural areas. For me, it's not an issue is of the internet. Use, how they're using it's it. It's the use, specifically that. To say, if you can browse Facebook the whole day, looking at people's picture, then you have an opportunity to look at YouTube and learn a skill. Mm. Say It's a choice that you just have to make and you it's have to be deliberate yeah. about it. To say, how am I spending my time? Shift because away from on, there. honestly speaking, all of us are on the digital space. But it's yeah. the question of even how you use it. Yeah. You say, I even said... Um, at some point that I do dislike some other social media spaces because they create false narratives Instagram? that don't... No, not Instagram <laughs> per se. I'm thinking Instagram. Yeah, you know, actually, uh, I'm going to be very blunt. Yeah. LinkedIn. Oh, yeah? I don't know what's happening on LinkedIn. It's a lot of people who are graduating every day. They, yeah, like they, is it they, like they, it's not sharing a this the, I don't I don't see a content worth following for me, you know? Like every day we're producing stars. Yay, this one is this today. Yay. It's almost like a celebrity kwananyana where exactly. everybody's like, yeah. Whereby I feel for me it has lost its value in terms of uh, what it objectively wanted to provide. Networking. To say a network of professionals where skills can be exchanged. But no, it has mm. become a glorifying space where everyone every day is a star. <laughs> <laughs> and you're it's like, what is already. happening here? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And those are some of the things that I really personally feel that it is your choice that you need to decide what is it that, that you're you feeling on there. on the spaces because we are on the internet and it's going to be our lives moving forward. It is going to be our lives, say, yeah. But it's what are you consuming? And this is where I'm literally posing the danger of not full... If you refuse not to filtrate the media space, then we are allowing them to contentlessness yeah. to take over because that's what basically it is. You know, people need to see that, oh my gosh, Umpumi started selling sweets yeah. in high school and, and he's, look at he's, he's is doing now. a multi billionaire, whatever, yeah. whatever. You the get what I'm saying? That's different, it's yeah. Exactly. We cannot have it develops. It can be sweets for the rest of my life. Exactly. I had to improve it, you know, eventually. But then you know? the only way I could do that was was, was through knowledge. But at that time, there was yeah. no Google. So we mm. had to travel. Now everybody has everything in front of them. I think we should we encourage. We have the yeah. likes of They've set the tone. Started long They've time set ago. the tone. Yes. And we, are, we cannot allow ourselves to be the generation where we are glorifying one icon. Mm. They said, was our icon and said, it's possible. We have to be in a billionaire ones. club where we say we're sitting with billionaires, <laughs> not one billionaire. <laughs> because that's exactly what's yeah. happening. Money has been still glorified to a point that when one person makes it, it's like a wow story. And not only that, this person is centered with enemies and cheras. Yes, yes. And, you know, but if we had five billionaires... We can actually... We, we, we wouldn't... So we exactly. The hate is less. It's less. <laughs> so let's create this billionaires. Yeah. You're going to say, instead That's of fine. literally glorifying one person, let's create... And the only way we're going to have to create this billionaires, we need a secular motion of money. Within let small economies emerge. People need to know that investing is not a taboo word as it's presented in the business school. Investing is what you're doing in your stock fair. Every day, every yeah. month. Every month, you, if you can take 500 and, and save it to someone else for the whatever period, that's investing. And it starts that small. Mm. It's the re-engineering of, of business that we have to set out to the people to say, hey, it's not it's an impossible science task. Rock, well, a, a we, let's science. take up this fight yeah. here. Um, me and you and our socials are almost always encouraging people to do things, to try something else. We always bring our stories across. Let's find ways now to just make the, the, the voices louder. Uh, maybe, not challenge, but put it out there for people to actually know and understand that it's doable. We're not saying it's easy. Mm. We can't say it's easy because we know it's not, mm. but we're saying it's doable. We're saying it's something that can be taken up, putting away money and... Uh, uh, studying new things, creating opportunities, because the only way we'll have less youth uh, unemployment, the only way we'll have less uh, state dependency is to give people tools or ideas of how to um, be out there and how to create their own money. 
think that our goal should be just to help people create their own money and own opportunities. Okay. Hmm? I have a very, very not so nice statement that I always live by to say, no one's coming to save you. No one, the sooner you get that, the sooner you stop the dependency syndrome. And because the entitlement. It all hmm. starts there. Say someone, somewhere, somehow has to come in at my Same. rescue. Once you move away from that, Good. you have started your entrepreneurial journey. Any idea is worth exploring. Love that. Any idea. I love that. All right. This conversation can go on and on, Shemez. Yeah. It's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to take it offline. We're going to take it to our social medias. I'm gonna, we're going to okay. challenge the other people to come through, get them to follow through what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, we need to share as much info information as possible. Okay. Let's teach them. Yes. We're not coming to rescue them or save them yeah. or whatever that is, but we're just providing information spaces. Yes. Any information that we're going to be providing on there, it's pinch of salt type of information, but use it. The, the least you could do is use it to save yourself. Uh, we can't save you, but we can give you the tools and yeah. the directions where everything is. But anyway, um, I'd like to thank you to, to Fox for coming through. It's been amazing. This is the longest podcast you've <laughs> ever done. <laughs> it is like so awesome. I, I, I didn't even want it to end, but you know, I understand that people have to listen. So I want it to be enough information that people can absorb. Yeah. And I'm going to challenge you to come back <laughs> in like three, four months so okay. that we can have a follow up, uh, like a follow up to see our challenge that we are posing now if people are taking it up. Okay. Let's see how many more um, entrepreneurs who are going to be on path to be millionaires, yep. to save their families, to save their communities, mm. we can you know, inspire to come out. Mm. Um, I'm going to start with Ngutu. I'm going home to Ngutu. I need to find as okay. many interesting people that can come out and do things uh, for themselves. And maybe let's start with that hometown. Try to mm. have two people that we can bring up that can inspire the rest of the people within that. That would be cool. awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you and then, for having yeah. me. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Guys, that was um, Bumi Over Coffee. Please check the next episode that is going to be loaded uh, in a week. I know the guys are looking at me. So let's check how it is and then subscribe, like, uh, follow at Dropped Radio Network, follow Bumi Over Coffee, follow at The Boomstar, follow at uh, Caffeinated, follow at IQD Project and um, is Ndwando Fox. Yes, uh, so Twitter. everybody just follow us, follow, follow. Let's share, let's have a network. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thank you.